Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. It is January 9th, 2023. Man. We're here to talk WWE Raw with Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? 
Well, I'm terrified because we're going through a storm here in LA mm. and we don't do these very often. And so I just have this real big giant fear of getting electrocuted. So like, and I know that's not how electrocution works, but I'm still very scared. So every time I hear like, I see the lightning or I hear like all of that, it just makes me very nervous. I'm not used to this life. Well, the, the, the best way I can put it was in Kentucky, on Christmas Eve, we could not go visit our families because there was an ice storm. And then Wednesday, it was 60 degrees. So, oh, God, uh, we see it all in Kentucky. I'm sure it'll rain really hard this week or or something like that. But you yeah, know what? I can hear the rain right now and it's tripping me out, man. There you oh, go. Shit. oh, dear Lord. Sorry. I did not mean to do that. Holy was shit. <laughs> yes, because, okay, so I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> Oh, this show's going to be a nightmare for me because my whole window. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell in the people's ears. My whole wall is an entire window. Please run out. Stop it. So I just saw this big, bright, white light in. I'm like, this is it. This is the moment where I get electrocuted and die. At least it'll okay. be on the air, Denise. Oh, thanks. So my 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 death can get you some subscribers. And Hell some yeah. Years. Listen, listen, you didn't... You- you didn't get uh, abused by the algorithm, so we're still under 80,000. We need people to subscribe here. We need people to leave thumbs ups. We don't okay. listen. This is going to be a very listen, hard show if for Denise me. dies, at least hopefully by the end of the week, we will have more subscribers than her on YouTube. At oh, least thanks. your death will have meant something. You think we'll get a dark side of the ring episode? There's probably just be, right. Pro- like, probably just never girl oh. dies on stream talking about wrestling no it'd probably just be for the dinner we had with a bunch of people in minnesota that'd probably be the only one but anyway guys leave a thumbs up subscribe tap that bell for notifications uh get your super chats and humper chats in that's how you get your questions or statements read on the air jester says if a reported name triple h is interested in does come to wwe Hope I get my dream match against the Usos at Mania. Hint, brothers versus brothers. Well, sort of. Uh, FightfulSelect.com reported this past weekend that WWE was interested in Tamatanga and Hikaleo. Tamatanga's deal is up soon, is what Fightful Select was told. Hikaleo's, I don't know, but he is in a Loser Leaves Japan match with Jay White. I think Jay White's probably losing that match, though. Um, so... Whenever it is that if if we get two of, of Haku's sons or adopted sons over here, I think that is a natural type of feud that we could see there. But uh, what were your thoughts when you heard that WWE has not just had interest in Hikaleo and Tamatanga, but have long had interest in them? It was one of those things where I just kind of personally thought, well, there's a lot of people that they could have had interest in. So I, when when you tell me like, oh, who guess who WWE has interested in? Who was who were they interested in? Right with New Japan, I was like, don't tell me it's Hikaleo, and it was Hikaleo. Not it's to be Hikaleo. like an ass or anything, but I was thinking more of the lines of lines of like, well, they could have really been interested in anybody else. But uh, it's very on par with WWE to be interested in Hikaleo. Yeah, and they've long been interested in Tamatanga. Since 2015, they were interested. I saw some people say, well, he's 40. Well, he wasn't seven years ago when they were first interested in him. So um, that, yeah, I mean, he was one of the guys they tried to recruit in with Anderson and Gallows and Styles and Nakamura. Like, they were bringing a ton of people over at that point. So 
FightfulSelect.com. Of course, we will have more and more on this. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please donate your Super Chats and Humper Chats. And don't forget, guys, this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, myself, Denise, and Will Washington bring you the first ever Fightful Awards. This year, uh, we wanted to do something really expansive, really big. Uh, it's the first time we have ever done the Fightful Awards, and it is a 100% fan vote from FightfulSelect.com subscribers, uh, the most subscribed wrestling property in Patreon history times three. So it's a it's a very, very big sample size now in future years we'll pare these down and stuff but we wanted to do something that that casts a wide net so it's not just um we, we've got men's awards women's awards indie awards a lot of that stuff even stuff for younger talent as well you guys are going to really really like this uh we've got some of the the winners that have actually submitted uh, acceptance speeches as well uh, but mr showtime says denise scare jump or jump scare counter is at one it is does that mean is my jump scare not good enough no i mean that was pretty good i thought you were dead i thought that oh. was, you were a goner but you're like that's it well I, here's my question are we calling the awards the sappies no we're not what are we calling them i don't know we don't officially we don't, we don't have, have a the, name we're, we're in the middle like we're actually finalizing getting the physical awards decided on because i wanted to do ID? something different well, no, it's just going to be a fightful award. What the hell? Okay, the well, hell it's just like, well, because all these all these like awards have really cute names, and yeah, not us. Not you us. know, I feel like you need a cute name for it. Well, uh, WWE Monday Night Raw has been called Raw for thirty years at this point, it's and Baron Corbin had not been on Raw in like a month, or at least wrestled for a month. He interrupts a Kevin Owens promo. JBL, like to me. Him calling people rednecks doesn't quite hit as hard when he is a redneck himself, but whatever. <laughs> uh, we got the Kevin Owens promo, and during their promo, he did the old Kevin Owens face in the turnbuckle thing. Like, we've seen that picture. I can't remember if it was from a live event or, or what it was, but it is the thumbnail for this show, and it is this right here. I did that's like my, that's the mood right there. That was my mood this entire show. I'm yeah, not even this, gonna lie to you. This was my mood the entire show. Pun completely intended. They punted tonight against Dude, the national championship game. But it's gonna be worse next week, though. Like they, it's gonna. What are they gonna do? Are they just not going to give oh, us good TV? Cowboys. I'm really terrified about <laughs> next week's Monday Night Raw. We're talking about Cowboys against Tom Brady next Monday from the playoffs, Denise. I know. That's oh. what I'm saying. What the hell are we going to get on Monday Night Raw next week? And I'm sorry, but like it really sucks. That, like, I feel that I got punished for tuning in to the show today. Yeah. And I feel that I'm going to get punished for tuning in next week. Because it wasn't great. No, I kind of felt like, you know, they, they did a lot on today's show that I don't know how to explain it. It didn't give us anything new, though. It was like, yeah, here are all these people that we've been featuring in these stories. But here's pretty much the exact same thing that you've been getting. And it kind of it gives it gives you absolutely nothing new. And so I was sitting here watching the show today and I kind of I don't know. I just felt like 
we haven't had, given that it's the start of 2023, we haven't had like a breakout, I don't know, like a breakout show for the year where you're like, man, yeah. you know what? This is the show. I'm so ready for um for what this year is going to bring in, you know, what the year is going to bring for WWE. We haven't had a show like that just yet that's really marked the start of a new year. I felt like uh, you know, uh, the, the last SmackDown of, of 2022, I thought they did like a lot on that show to kind of make us feel like, okay, like we're ending the year with the banger and we haven't had like something restart the year off properly. And so I've been feeling a little bit kind of uh, just a little bit disappointed the last two weeks. Yeah, I would agree. I, I wouldn't say that there was anything I thought was like horrible on this show. It's just, it felt like, a dud felt like I could have watched it in an hour on Tuesday. You know what I meant? I no, mean, like, I feel no, it's worse than that, Sean. I feel like you could have just told me, Hey, Denise, this is what happened on Raw in two minutes, and I would have been sure. like, Okay, cool, thumbs up. Well, Kevin Owens defeated Baron Corbin, he needed to defeat get Baron Corbin. He's he's going to face Roman Reigns, of course. You got Baron Corbin, who you almost never see mess up in the ring, and Kevin Owens, who is fantastic in the ring. So, I mean, naturally, they're going to have a match that is pretty solid. But, I mean, I don't think anybody was, like, falling all over themselves to watch Kevin Owens beat up Baron Corbin. <laughs> okay, so this was my reaction during this whole entire thing. And this is kind of where I'm at. Because, all right, you know, I get it. We've seen Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns a whole lot, and in the Royal Rumble a whole lot. We get it. We've seen it. But regardless, I was still thinking, okay, well, I'm still going to be excited about this because, you know, I really like what Kevin Owens does. And when he goes in there with Roman Reigns, they tend to give us a hell of a show. And I know the matches that they put are very exciting. So I was totally cool and still am totally cool with seeing this match at the Royal Rumble. However, you cannot expect people to get excited about this feud with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns when we uh, coming off of, you know, the events that unfolded on uh, SmackDown. The first thing that we're seeing is, you know, Kevin Owens goes out there, right? And he's doing his, his thing. And the first thing we do is we get an interruption by JBL who brings out Baron Corbin. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're just like you know, they're sinking this feud that could be good, but you're kind of making it feel like a little bit uh, of a sinker here. And so when um, JBL came out, the first thing I thought was, oh no, this they're incorporating this into the Roman Kevin Owens storyline. Even if it's just for today, I don't care. Um, it just kind of brings it down. Honestly, it brings down a little bit of the excitement there. So um, I can't even tell you one thing that I recall Baron Corbin or JBL saying in this, because the whole entire time I was just laughing about Kevin Owens putting his face in the turnbuckle. That was literally what got my full attention to the point that when you said, oh yeah, he called him a redneck. I'm like, I don't even remember that. I like muted oh, he called the entire the, he called thing. the fans a redneck. And then, oh, excuse me. Yeah, Corbin, called the fans. I do like that Baron Corbin said, um, uh, I'll put you to sleep if you want to pretend you're asleep, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Orlando Orego says, guess the Vince news affected your views of this show. Thought it was good. Thought the crowd was alive and very and cheering for stuff. Uh, the crowd cheering for stuff doesn't mean that I think that the show didn't suck. I thought it was a, a pointless show. My, my v Vince news, Vince didn't have anything to do with this show tonight. So no, it had nothing to do with my feelings on this. I felt like WWE punted. I feel like they don't have a world champion on this show. And as a result, it hurts the show. Not only do they not have a world champion, they're missing very, very important pieces. Becky Lynch was not on this show tonight. Um, Bianca Belair was not on this show tonight. Uh, Cody Rhodes was not on this show tonight. 
there were a whole lot of people who weren't on this show tonight. But uh, King of the North says, best heel in the business, Baron Corbin, Sean. That bit will never get old. But I'll tell you what bit is old. Like, I'm trying to, here's what I'm trying to figure out. I was out trying to do a transition. What do you, what oh. do you want? Go ahead. Well, here's the whole thing. Like, because, you know, somebody brought up that they thought that it was the Vince McMahon news that is mm. what's basically drowning out the our opinions on the show. But we were sitting here this past Monday. Well, Will and I were sitting here this past Monday talking about the exact same thing. So I'm thinking, okay, which, what am I blaming this on? Am I blaming on this on, you know, is the creative just not there right now in terms of maybe, do you think that, do you think we're seeing maybe a little bit of a lack of passion right now for the programming? Cause maybe, maybe we're not so sure. Maybe triple H isn't so sure as to how long he's actually really going to be running creative. Is that no. taking an impact on this or is I, it really just only the game stuff where they're throwing away the show? No, what, no what's no. really I, going I, on here. I don't think that he is. I think that he believes that he'll probably be running things. He's going to run things as if he is going to be in control, but uh, because also this to- is the main thing that I've noticed, Sean. When we first started getting the Triple H run, uh, you know, the, the new Triple H era of, you know, WWE, right? We were getting some segments that were, the attempt was there to be different and to be, you know, just different. Like, even just the way that the show was starting. Like, remember when they hit, they started off the show with Matt Riddle and uh, Seth Rollins just beating the crap out of each other. And they were trying all of these new little things, right? I have been noticing that the last you know, couple of weeks, we haven't been seeing that stuff on raw in terms where I'm not seeing new things being, uh, tried out. Essentially. Yeah. We're seeing matches that haven't been done a hundred times, but that that's a very, very low bar. And as I mentioned, all those people that aren't around also AJ's hurt, uh, edge is not there. We had some news on the edge creative plans, at least as of a couple months ago on fightfulselect.com. So make sure you guys go subscribe, but you could add Sami Zayn on this show too, and he wasn't on this show. So, um, man, it's it's rough. And while we're on the subject of rough, the Alexa Bliss Uncle Howdy segment, I I try to not, you know, I try to not get demonetized on on this show anymore. But I don't know what the fuck this was, Denise. Uncle Howdy just strolls on out. Bo Dallas is backstage today, by the way. Just strolls on out, and they cut to a commercial. In what television does that make sense? What's he doing out there? I think they thought it was a cliffhanger. This shit looks like Oz, like in WCW, Denise. (laughs) I think they thought this was a cliffhanger. I think the whole point that they were trying to tell us was, oh, look at him. He's officially confronted Alexa Bliss. What's going to happen now? Dun, dun, dun. Commercial break. I think that was the the what they were trying to do, but it didn't come across that way. Instead, it came across as, okay, well, what's going to happen now? What's next? I'm waiting for the big thing. And and instead, it was just like, let's fade out and go into commercial. Um, I don't know what to make of this. So what's going on? Is is Alexa part of this? Is Alexa not part of this? Well, of course, she's a part of it. Of course, she's a part well, of it. Well, she's like the coming pr- out here and saying that, you know, she whatever. You know, yeah, what? she's a part of it. Anymore. We know she's a part of it now. She doesn't but seem I mean, like she wants to be a part of it. It doesn't it seems, matter. She's like scripted. She she's... Be, it seems like she wants to be evil on her own. Oh, God. I'm sure she does. But who gives a shit, right? Like, they're, they're, they're like, here you go. Here's this. Let's stretch it out again and again and again. And I'm all right. You don't have to, like, just sort of blow it one week. But, geez, man, I just, 
I don't like this right now. As presented, I don't like this. Uh, Joel, what's the percentage would says, okay, Sean, this is the most important percentage question I've ever asked you. What percentage do you give a WWE being sold in 2023 and B Vince gaining back creative in 2023. I think Vince is back to facilitate a sale. However, in thinking that uh, they were willing to do that without him doing what he did, he was going to be able to oversee that regardless. So there is part of me that believes that he's doing this to get creative back. And also I believe that he would, I believe there's a chance that he would try to block a sale unless it was, mandated that he return to creative in some form. However, I don't know of any company that would purchase WWE and be like, yeah, Vince, because I, I know a lot of people, I, I see some of the dumbest shit said on, on Twitter. Well, billionaires don't care, but these media companies don't know anything. You think these companies are going to spend $6 billion and not say, Hey, gee, what happened when that Vince guy left? Oh, wait, live attendance went up, viewership went up, morale went up, oh, every metric went, the stock went up too? Yeah, let's get him back. And I saw people say, well, the Saudis. Listen, you can say a lot of shit about Vince. Vince has some balls because he literally went off on the crown prince, then hit the fucking bricks and left his whole roster sitting on a tarmac for a whole day. You'd think the crown prince is like, Vince, yeah, my kind of guy. I, you would think so, but as it turns out, assholes don't usually like each other. So uh, I'm going to give you a percentage. I'd say about 70% it gets sold in 2023 or the wheels are in motion. Vince getting back creative. I'm going to put that at a smooth 45% because I think there's in, that anything is possible and he's a maniac. So I think that he might like briefly take back creative before a sale for one last hurrah. I definitely think he's going to prolong the sale as much as he possibly can. And during that time, he's just going to be getting and getting more of what he wants. And my percentage is actually a lot higher on him taking okay. back creative. Uh, I think it's going to it's I think it's going to happen a lot faster. Like that's the thing that I've been noticing that's been the pattern with Vince McMahon in this entire uh story since the whole thing broke with the Wall Street Journal is that things have been happening happening extremely fast. Like one second, you know, he's you know no longer, you know, chair, chairman. Next thing you know, he's ret he's retired. Next thing you know, he's back. I mean, it's a whole thing. Everything's been happening really fast. The line drive says the Alexa Bliss spooky stuff was already fighting an uphill battle from the last run, but this is not doing any favors. Just feels dumb again. Worst thing on a show that I otherwise really enjoyed. And again, I just want to say, throughout all this stuff, dating back years, Alexa does the best with what she's given. And let me tell you, she's given a lot of horse shit. But she does everything that she can to make it as good as she possibly can. And I respect that about her. Tom Brady says, if Jay White loses the match, where do you think he will go from here? It's hard for me to believe that WWE would not offer Jay White a lot of money. It's hard for me to believe that they would look at this 6'1", 220-pound, 30-year-old who can cut promos, who can wrestle, who looks like a star, who carries himself like a star, has been a top star, has main event at Wrestle Kingdom, and wouldn't offer him great money. Also, he's part of Bullet Club, and you know that they love to just pick those guys off. 
Jared says Raw's filler until they catch up with the. I don't know what that word is. But SAS says if you're Sasha and you see that WWE could potentially be sold soon, you think she'll wait a bit to see if someone like Disney buys WWE before signing elsewhere. You know, that's an actually interesting question. Um, I can tell you that there were multiple Disney fanatics within WDB that are like, hope Disney buys us. Like, and I'm not like one of those people, so I don't quite get it, but there are multiple people, like people you wouldn't expect that are like big into Disney there. And uh, I don't know if that would necessarily affect anything. Listen, if she wants to work, do do the Star Wars show, she's going to do that no matter where she is because AEW won't stop her. And let me tell you, Star Wars doesn't give a shit what WWE thinks. They don't care. They don't care what anybody thinks. They're going to get who they want regardless. However, as far as what that means for contracts, a sale can play an awfully big factor into that. So, I feel like right now she's pretty much seeing the opportunities that she has. I don't think she's in any rush to rush into any sort of decision makings in terms of like returning or not returning to WWE hell right now. If I'm her, I'm feeling like I es- like I escaped, you know, like I just made it. And you know what? I found something and I'm getting paid and I got some freedom. I would be like, whoosh, like dodge that bullet. Guys, I encourage you all to check out the Breaking News podcast that myself and Jimmy Van did on Thursday when news of this emerged. And also, listen, your boy, every Wednesday, Jimmy has some very unique insight. I mean, he's managed a nine-figure-a-year company. I don't know, whatever. Over $100 million a year companies. Whatever whatever figures those are, uh, he's managed those in the past. So he's got some unique insight on this. Chad Zuber says, crazy idea. Sammy wins the Rumble, beats Roman at Mania. Story is there and could be huge for Sammy to stand his ground against Roman. I think that um, the Sammy match will happen much sooner. Uh, WrestlingNews.co is correct. Uh, On a lot of the stuff that they've reported, by the way, I had that confirmed today that he was planned to face Roman at Elimination Chamber. Plans can change. I'll have more on that this week, but uh, we'll see. Bailey defeats Mishin, who is also announced as Mia Yim again. They they decide every other week what her name is going to be, but we know one damn thing, Denise. Mishin is, is Korean for crazy. But Bailey, go ahead. No, continue on. Bailey gives uh, damage control the night off, but they end up attacking her backstage anyway. Uh, Becky Lynch is not there tonight. Bailey cut. I thought this was one of the the worst Bailey promos I've seen in a while. Like it was just, it was slow and plodding and just not good and was a little bit misguided and, and disjointed. And I'm not used to seeing that out of Bailey, like ever. I think it was more so because there wasn't an actual real purpose to the promo. It was, I'm going to beat up this person who is your friend. And I was like, really? Your friend? We've seen them on screen together like once ever. I think she she works better when she's obviously playing to something that's going to be a little bit more of a longer situation where it was just like she went in there and it was like, she, you know, she's throwing these shots at where Becky Lynch is at and then she's telling her girls like, hey, you guys got the day off. It wasn't like, I would say like a bad promo or anything. It just, there wasn't any anything interesting remotely about it. It was just her coming out and, you know, it's getting getting it out of the way, letting people know that Becky Lynch isn't there. Well, Bailey gets the win. KE775 says... Are they setting up a six-woman tag between Damage Control, Becky, Mia, and another partner? 
If so, who do you think the third person will be? I don't think it'll be Candace after what we saw tonight. Do you have a, a third person what in the hell's mind? What's going on with Nikki? Who knows? Was she was she even on the show tonight? She was uh, creeping backstage? up backstage and doing her little like popping in, I, popping out type deal. I mean, if Eric Young's headed back, I could see I could see uh, something there. But uh, there were there were an awful I lot can't of even like think of anyone else. Uh, Piper Niven uh, as ZG, Z ZJ. I don't know says. when they're planning on bring bringing her would, back. Like, there's some people where I just think you might as well just wait until the Royal Rumble. Say so Justice says Fightful would have despised wrestling in the territory area. That's that's a stupid ass comment. No, I mean it <laughs> because we didn't like Raw tonight. Because we didn't like Raw tonight, we would have despised wrestling in the territory area. Well, well let me let me tell you what we wouldn't have been doing. We wouldn't have been covering wrestling in the territory era area because it wouldn't have been on cable TV. Okay. What you think we'd have been covering Portland and then covering New York, then covering world class and then come come on here's my question because people didn't show up every week what pardon me what the fuck are you talking about the world champion is never on this show cody rhodes is good to go he ain't on this show edge is good to go he's off filming something somewhere they got nobody on this show becky wasn't there this week they quite literally had a, it was a good match, but it was a complete filler match for an hour. Denise, what did you say when I told you this match was going to be an hour? <laughs> oh no, she said. You would have thought the lightning struck outside her fucking house. Because they're not there every week. I watch and enjoy AEW all the time. People aren't there every week. You kidding me? What, what are you talking about? Because this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because they're not there every week. <sighs> what Is are we it's... doing? Bianca. Becky, Cody, like, listen, you can't help that AJ's hurt. You can't help that Orton's hurt. You can't help it. Can't help it. But come on. Nothing happened tonight. But the the last five minutes, you could have watched from that and you could have told me, hey, guess what? Maybe Hurt Business is back. And I'd be like, aight, cool. Damn, man. What what are we doing here? Would have hated the territory era. Because people weren't on the show every week. Buddy, I watched WWF Monday Night Raw in 95 and 96. What are you, what are you talking about? Shawn Michaels was off the television show for two months. And you know what they did? They made him a bigger star than he ever was when he wasn't there. Jeez, God, come on. Come on. I think you fit. I think you officially broke on this podcast, Sean. Mm. But here's here's what I was gonna say though. Oh, first is don't let the trolls not spending money get you riled up. Here's a five spot. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I give up. I give up. Are you excited about two K twenty three, Denise? Terry Allen wants to know. I am. We'll hear more about it this month. But listen, you know what, Denise? Right now. Right now, I I'm feel not like even I- here. I'm like not even like I'm literally just getting paid to sit here right now, Sean. Good, good. Maybe you'll get paid to sleep with HelixSleep.com/slash Fightful. HelixSleep.com/slash Fightful is now able to offer up to three hundred and fifty dollars off for our listeners moving forward. How about that? We've just upgraded that deal. They've got this amazing discount program for you. Uh, I I switched to Helix during the pandemic. It made me, uh, I wanted to invest in my sleep. I was tired of sleeping on that slab of memory foam. And I was like, all right, helixsleep.com slash Fightful, 100 night risk tr- risk-free trial. If I don't like it, I can send it back. They'll come pick it up, all that good stuff. But I looked at what they had and they had 14 unique mattresses. And I was like, how am I going to be able to decide without being there? I took a quick quiz It matched me up to the Dusk Lux model. I only slept on my back before getting Helix. Now I can sleep on my side and my back. And what that means is I get a fuller night's sleep because if I happen to roll over on my side in the middle of the night, I'm not waking up. 
I'm still feeling good. And right now, you can get that great deal at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They're offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Maybe your spine needs some extra TLC. They got you. They got enhanced cooling features to help you keep from getting overheated at night. They have models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with more responsive foam to cradle cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping as well. And again, 100-night risk-free trial. HelixSleep.com slash Faithful. King of the North says, lost my mind seeing Jericho in a PWG ring. Yeah, man, I'll love to see that on video in 2026 when they release the DVD. Bummed I wasn't there. Me too. It would have been a lot of fun. William Rabb says, why do you think there's this disconnect with the fans on Bray's storyline? People having different tastes think what we're seeing is Bray's vision on TV. I don't know. I, like, if... I, I'm all for the slow burn, Denise. I, I'm completely for that. But how long ago did this man d- return? Bray, I'm going to type it in. Bray okay. Wyatt return. All right, cool. The end I, of- give <laughs> I give up. I don't give up. I give up. Just do this show by yourself, Sean. I've been trying to get a word in for like the last 20 minutes. I'm just trying to find a moment. You should have done that Helix plot, Denise. It was October. It was October. November, December, January. We're going to go on three and a half months from the time he debuted to having a match. How do you feel about that? Thank you. (laughs) All right. So my thoughts on this. Bruh, I this swear is be- to God. This is I'm better than done. the show. This is better than the show. Go ahead. I'm fucking done. That's it. I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. I don't even care about what I have to say. I don't care about anything that's happening anymore. I give up on life. I'm done. Like, for reals. Like, Kevin Owens was a mood, man. He was a mood today. I don't even care anymore. Okay, well, here are my non-important thoughts that no one cares about. Um, So... In regards to Bray Wyatt, thanks a lot. Now I have to get my train of thought back. In regards to Bray Wyatt, here's the situation. If you're going to do a slow burn storyline, you got to make it smart in the sense that you got to have people connecting the dots. Every week has to actually mean something where every week you're given this piece of this piece of the story. But it can't be stupid stuff like, oh, he just comes out and he laughs and they stare at each other for and they laugh for like two minutes straight. If you're going to do a story like this, the way that it's going to get over, it's by its intricacy. Like you want to be able to be like, oh, you know what? Because that's the whole thing. Like the whole thing with the white rabbit and why it was so popular was because Fans liked doing like the little research, connecting the dots, you know, every, you know, you saw everything that people were doing on social media where they were finding locations and tying things together. And, oh, this means this and that means that. If you're going to start something like that, then you got to keep things going. A little flash on the screen isn't going to do anything. That's not interesting. Um, You got to make it, if you started it this way, you got to keep it that way. You got to keep getting like, people interested in this and for those that are not fans of this type of programming then 
I mean, I could, there's two ways to look at it. The one way is like, okay, well, it's just not for you, right? Yes. The other way to look at it is, well, you can make me into a fan. We're here to be entertained, are we not? We can be fans of whatever it is that you actually make good. I cannot tell you how many things I have not liked or didn't want to like. And then suddenly I found myself liking. And there's one thing that I'm going to talk about on this show later today that I actually ended up becoming a fan of, surprisingly. And so I feel like you just got to make people interested in it. And it's got to be worth it. You just can't have people coming out and doing nothing and just staring at each other. That's ridiculous. That's not interesting. Jane Beard says you need to KO Turnbuckle. Bro, for reals, man. (laughs) Mod Matar says... Sean is in a mood today. Yeah. yeah, and I thought I was in a bad mood today. Ambeard says, I really hope someone clips this rant. Fantastic to see Sean people cut people up like this. It'll be some dumbass like Stan account that does it. Like, not even a Stan account, like, but one of those those trash accounts that are like, look how angry he is about pro wrestling. I do not take this shit yeah. that serious. Uh, and then you're going to block them. And then they're going to be like, Denise, Sean blocked me when I was just trying to explain to him that this, this, and that. <laughs> and then it. somehow you're going to pop in the mentions. <laughs> Listen, just if, if you're that upset that I blocked you on the World Wide Web. File a form with me. <laughs> file a form with Denise. Ideally, you won't, and you'll just message the Fightful account. And then Kyler will be like, Sean, I got another one. Here you go. They asked you to unblock them, and I'll go, all right. If it means that much to them, I'll unblock them. Until they're an asshole next. You never know how many people go, I didn't do anything. Buddy, you do not want me looking for whatever it is that you did, because I guarantee you did something. Pro Wrestling Podcast, who actually is sponsoring uh, one of the Fightful Awards this week, says, the flash on my screen may not do anything for you, but how about a $10 super chat on the screen? Happy Monday, guys. Again, uh, the Pro Wrestling Podcast, they'll be, you'll be hearing a little bit more about them on uh, Thursday. And if you're interested in sponsoring any of the Fightful Awards, hit me up on Twitter. We are uh, doing that right now. Jam Beard says, I've heard those Helix mattresses are so good. They can last a full night of blue chew. They can last a lot longer. They got a great warranty. Justice Gillum says, any thoughts on how the Mandy Rose tell-all will go tomorrow? Appreciate y'all. Thanks for what you do. I don't think it'll be a tell-all. I think it'll be very cleverly curated. She's got a PR team. She's got a lot of stuff like that. She's, she's a smart woman. I think it's a good way for her to keep those subs- like a good way to keep the subscriptions going because yeah. the whole thing when the whole situation with Mandy Rose went down, I I didn't know that she had this like fan time page. I didn't even know it was in existence. And there was a lot of people who didn't know either. And now look at her. She made like a million dollars. So the way that I see it, this is just going to keep. Um, I don't think she really wants to close that door. I mean, I guess we'll find out if she really wants to close that close that door with WWE on this, you know, interview that she's going to do. We'll find out then but i think i don't think she wants to i think this is going to be more of you know just getting her side of things i hope that they ask her like some real good questions in terms of you know um how it works for like independent contractors and i hope that they get into the details of that and all of that now i'm not trying to bury this person i promise and i appreciate you watching says like i don't understand why they're crapping on raw it was decent tonight they're making it seem like it was unwatchable no we're not and guess what 
I'm glad that you liked Raw. I hope you like Raw every single week. I hope every time you turn on the USA Network and watch Monday Night Raw that you have the time of your life and truly enjoy it to the most of your uh, abilities. Up until the last hour, I didn't. Here's my question. I'm sorry, but this isn't the first Raw we didn't like. There's been a bunch of other Raws that were not likable. I can't even remember the last Raw I did like. Damn near every Monday for three years, we didn't like this show. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is nothing new. But here's the thing, though. How how many times have we sat here and disagreed on a show where I thought the show was good, you thought it was bad, I thought it was bad, you thought it was good. It just so happened that today it was just bad across the board where I don't even think we could disagree on today's show. And you got to keep in mind, we're tuning in every single week, watching live for three hours, sitting through the commercial breaks like that also takes an impact it it impacts how you feel about a show uh you got to keep you know they got to keep you interested keep in mind i'm sitting i'm watching because it's my job how many people aren't going to be like oh well let me see what's happening on raw oh well we're getting this i don't really care you know what let me go watch my favorite show on netflix yeah we get a bronson reed video package interview with the miz he makes it very clear they are not a thing he's a hired gun Ashton asks if I know when he's going to wrestle. I don't. And at this point, honestly, I don't care for a while. I'm good with him being a one-man APA. This is one of the things I loved about the show. They established he is not Miz's guy. And that's good. Hold on. Okay, so here's the thing about this. All right, so that's the first thing that I thought was, oh my God, I'm so glad that this doesn't mean that he's his lackey, that he's his right hand, whatever, right? They're they're clearly making it known. And I, I don't know if this was intended or if this was just because of the backlash that they got from social media where people were like, are you kidding me? You're really putting Bronson Reed with the Miz? I kind of have a slight feeling that this was due to social media backlash that they were like, oh, well, it's an easy fix about this well let's just say he did it because uh he got paid but somebody on twitter brought up a good point where the story was that the miz was broke how is he affording to pay bronson reed to go in and be essentially help him out in this match and i don't know because he's paying uh, him with bitcoin well no he's he's paying him with the money that he retained that he got back okay well but shouldn't he have paid him beforehand I don't know. The I point is that. that I don't even care. You know what? You what? I'm just glad that they're not best friends. Justice Gillum says, joking here, but if Mandy Rose is the catalyst for a wrestler's union, Jesse Ventura's mind might explode. Even though you're joking, I can tell you this much. Uh, wrestlers don't give a shit. They really don't. Ashton says, since Chelsea Green has signed a WWE, what percentage do you think Matt Cardona signs? I'll say a good 45% there because he there's always a chance, but also he's doing very, very good without wwe so kylie says appreciate you all watching this so i ain't gotta it wasn't that oh, man, bad we're back to that era it wasn't that bad sean you just went on a 40 freaking minute rant about this and now no, you're no, no, like no. no it was about the person it was about not having people yeah, on yeah. a show it's about punting and not them not caring Bruh, and then people bad. being then people being like hey what jm well, I'm says sticking to my guns all right JM says, this may be old news. I was wondering if WWE has been made aware of Logan Paul's crypto zoo scam and the controversy surrounding it. I of course, they, they read the news. They know what's going on. Uh, they, I just don't know why they would possibly give a shit. With all the, the 
the things that they've had happen in that company, they they are not going to care about this. Dream Ninja says, I like the Bliss promo until Uncle Oz came out. She does amazing with what she's given. I wish they'd let her be evil goddess Alexa Bliss. Well, Thank I mean, they- you. That's what I would want. I want Alexa to be evil on her own without association with, with Bray Wyatt. Like, let her, that's what I was saying. Let her do her own thing because she even told Bianca Belair on one of those promos where she said, like, you shouldn't be afraid of, 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 of Bray Wyatt. You shouldn't be afraid of Uncle Howdy. You should be afraid of me. Come on now. Wazim says, maybe it's because I'm a bit younger, but I had to Google what Oz from WCW was and watch the entrance. That's hilarious. Go Oz. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go see it. And then you'll be like, did they do that for this? And Heidi Ho with a very generous super chat that says, just got home from Raw. The crowd was hot for Alexa. Then it just stopped and security took her out of the ring. WTF was that. What do they say on TV that we missed? Well, Heidi Ho, I'll tell you this. The crowd was hot tonight. That was one of my favorite things. Besides the turmoil match, that was my favorite thing, how great the crowd was tonight. I think that should be applauded. What did they say on TV that you missed? Jack shit, buddy. Absolutely nothing. They cut to commercial. We didn't see security take her out of there or anything. We actually got more information from Heidi Ho than than, than we gave, I think. Thanks for the scoop, Heidi Ho. We appreciate you. You paid us to give us scoops. And for that, I appreciate you so much. And uh, I, I'm glad that you sent that super chat because I do think it, we, we should have talked about how hot the crowd was. thought the crowd was great. You saw them moving in the background. That's what I missed about WDB crowds towards the end of that Vince era. Because like a month in, a month after they started to go on tour again, Denise, I thought for sure you'd have white hot crowds all the time. Nope, about a month in, people pretty much knew the drill, and they knew that it was back to the same old shit. Jam Beard says, I just want Bronson on SmackDown for two things. Wade Barrett to call his finisher again and to give us Bronson versus Gunther or the Banger Bros. Man, that would be a hell of a match. I bet we get it at some point, but I'm interested to see what he does now. I just hope he's one of those guys that comes out and you know somebody's getting messed up real bad. That's exactly what I was saying when he first came in. I want him to be presented like a badass. And we need that. We need that on the show. Like, we need to have something different on the show. No more of these goofs. Like, we need to have something. We need to have someone to really grab a hold of, you know, and just be excited about. Well, Rhea is one of those people. She had an interview, or she interrupted an interview with Candice, where Candice, she's going to be in the Rumble. Rhea says, oh, you want to fight at the Rumble? Candice says, no, let's fight tonight. Rhea looks like she's going to be in that rumble too. Nikki's lurking in the background. Candace got her ass whipped. KE775 says they go in anywhere with Nikki Cross stalking Candace. If they end up teaming, I wouldn't mind that because Candace dead in the water from a booking standpoint, which it's okay. She's going to lose to Rhea Ripley. She's going to get her ass kicked by Rhea Ripley. I'm definitely not in favor of sacrificing uh, Rhea Ripley yeah. for Candace LeRae here. So I think that was the right decision. But they haven't really done much with her, though. That's the problem. She hadn't wrestled in a month. Hadn't yeah, wrestled in a month. So I didn't mind this at all because it's Rhea. You're pushing Rhea right now. Rhea is super over. Go with Rhea. And if that leads to something with Nikki and Candace and Candace being like, you need some edge to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I could, I could be down with that. Otherwise, I didn't have a problem with any of this. I thought this was all pretty solid. Well, right now it's definitely, like you mentioned, you know, we're seeing this build of Rhea Ripley. We're seeing her become, she's growing right before our eyes, man. Uh, she's featured nonstop. I, you know, we're still talking. I mean, I'm still like, 
I'm still like riding off of that one moment with her and Becky Lynch where they had that one really intense uh, stare down. I'm still waiting to see how that ends up, you know, essentially sprouting. But um, I really just, yeah, I do feel bad for Candice too because, you know, she came in and they just really didn't do much with her and her character is so cute. And, you know, she's got the pixie wings and this and that. And she's very creative when it comes to like, you know, speaking of people who are fans of Disney, uh, she's one of them. And oh, so I, I would like to see those some of those ideas, uh, you know, incorporated into her character. Like you have a lot of possibilities there with like a really cute, exciting, uh, you know, female character. And we haven't really gotten any of that it's it, you know and yeah i think we should wdb also announced that uh that johnny organo is out for a little while with an ac sprain he said on twitter that he's hoping to be back for royal rumble william rab says percentage on naomi returning to wdb and surprise in the rumble i'll put it at 50 50 i think that if she's not 80. headed uh, I think that's fair too i think that's absolutely fair she is a wdb woman they need to to get her back in the fold keep in mind her husband's there you know it's just a lot she's a lot of tie-ins there speaking of bloodline raise some hell backstage uh all around adam pierce says usos you're getting the hell out of here but solo zakoa you're facing dolph ziggler and uh by the way there's gonna be a tag team turmoil for the raw tag team championships we'll talk more about that later but ziggler is backstage uh, by the way, by the way, the security that ended up escorting the Usos out included producers Petey Williams and Kenny Dykstra. And I would love to see the Usos against Petey Williams and Kenny Dykstra. That match would rule. Uh, but we get Dolph Ziggler backstage. Mustafa Ali is, you know, pleading for like some some attention, basically. <laughs> He's not happy about not being on the show. Poor guy. And honestly, throughout this, I'm I'm hearing Ziggler and Mustafa Ali tag team. And I'm like, shit, honestly, that would be really good. I would really, really like that. I think that would be uh, a fun, different mix that I hadn't seen before. You don't seem so sold on it. No, I was thinking about it. Okay. I was thinking that was my thinking face. I was thinking about what I, how, how I felt about that. And look, with Mustafa Ali... They haven't done absolutely anything with him that would make me say that there's actually, and this is not me, like, I'm a fan of his. I would love to see more done with Ali, but let's be real. They have not done that. And they've actually kind of made him look worse recently, which I, uh, there was a point where I thought things were going to go uphill for Mustafa Ali. And then they just went like, so they went downhill so fast, man. I was actually a little bit disappointed in that, but whatever. But given the way that he's been presented, I would rather him being in a tag team would be a huge, uh, a huge improvement on anything that they've done recently with him. As for Dolph Ziggler, we have seen the exact same version of Dolph Ziggler now for a very long time to the point where anything that would be different with the presentation of Dolph Ziggler to me would be uh, a huge, a huge improvement. Like I'm a fan of Dolph. But it's to the point now where I have not, I've gotten everything that I could get out of the character and there isn't anything new being implemented. So sometimes that can take away from the interest of, you know, watching him. And so because of that, I would actually be a fan of them coming together and being a tag team. 
I thought Dolph Ziggler did an incredible job making Solo Sokoa look like a million bucks tonight, specifically the finish. Uh, the match, like before the match, I was like, ah, all right. And it wasn't necessarily the content of what was on Raw that made me so frustrated today because there was a lot of stuff that I liked. It was just the fact that there was, it missed so much in the build to the Royal Rumble. Like you sh- it should feel as important as possible. But the Ziggler and Solo Sokoa match I thought was was important because you had that great finish, that power bomb into the, the spike and you're getting over the spike as a finish. And those who watched WDB in the 2000s, they know what that move was. They know who did it. It was Umaga, and they know it's important. I thought this was was very good. Heidi Ho says that Ali was super over on main event as well. He's Any thoughts always on this? over with the fans. Yeah. He's always over. I mean, do you not, uh, did, did you ever watch that like one promo? I mean, we might have talked about it. That promo that he did on social media not too long ago where he was talking about like 9-11 and, uh, you know, basically what it was like being, you know, a student in school during that time. That promo that he did, man, that along with so many other stuff that Ali has done that's the reason why I'm like, man, why haven't they like done anything with him? He's such an easy person to cheer for. He's a very, very easy person to get behind of. And but they just they haven't been doing him justice, though. Well, uh, Sokoa looked like a million bucks. I was so happy with that. Sokoa's they've been getting him right. Candace says, can we get PWG Candace? That would rule. It would rule. Uh, and hey, look who's on the, that roster. Uh, Cedric Alexander's on that roster, and he did one of the most psychotic moves ever to her. That that, uh, gosh, what does he call it? I can't remember what he calls his finish because he never does it on TV anymore. And that was something that I was expecting more from, like you know, the Triple H era. You know, I, I know they're not going to do, you know, they're not yeah. going to go so heavy in on the intergender stuff, but they can, you know, have shades of it here and there, especially for somebody like Candice. Um, it would it would it's really a lot of what made Candace get really over and popular during those PWG days and all of that stuff that yeah. she did uh, that really contributed to her, you know, getting popular. And so, I mean, there's ways that you can do stuff, something similar to that on WWE or just show that, you know what, this girl's cool. Here's a reason to cheer for her. It's the lumbar check, by the way. Jared says, call up Indy, team her with Candice for the tag titles. Yeah, Candice probably needs to be in a tag team. Jambeard says, the Candice versus Nikki feud, do you think it could lead to a Gargano family versus a returning Sanity, which would be Johnny, Candice, Loomis, and Ciampa? I don't know if Ciampa's going to be ready anytime soon. We have no idea. Uh, I had reported on Fightful Select that that injury had been bothering him for over a year, and they just found out what it was and got it fixed, fortunately. Looks like the Hurt Business might be getting fixed, Denise. I know you've been over it for a while, but Austin Theory, Seth Rollins cut a promo. Listen, your boy on FightfulSelect.com on the Q&A last week said, hey, Seth Rollins is working. I was told he's just good at his job. Today I got people saying, whew, thank God, due to a report that Seth Rollins' injury was a work. We told you last week, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Thank you. So he comes out, he does his he does his Kevin Nash thing where he stands up. Everybody's doing a Kevin Nash cosplay. Uncle Howdy, Seth, he throws the crutches away. He's good to go. And he says, you know what? I'm not 100% right now, but I'm going to be. 
I'm gonna be. And as he leaves, we get a returning Bobby Lashley, who obviously is pissed off at Austin Theory. I thought that everybody in this does pretty good. It's great to see Lashley back. He says that his suspension is over, and he's back to wreck some shit. How long was he gone for? Probably like a month or so. I would have kept him away until the Royal Rumble, honestly. Let me see here. Just to have the bigger reaction, because I didn't have that big of a reaction to Bobby Lashley's return, where I was like, oh, yeah, he was gone. Like, I, I actually would have liked a little bit of longer period. It was about a 30-day thing. But he's I would have be been more Rumble. excited had he came back for the Rumble. Well, MVP is actively recruiting him, and Lashley is being like, listen, we're good, but we're not really good because I don't really want to do business with you. And MVP's like, no offense, taken, but you know my number if that changes. Cedric and Shelton teamed up later. RH has hurt business versus bloodline. Please, yes. I love that Adam Pierce would be like, better the devil I know than the devil I don't know. Because he had to deal with hurt business a lot. And he's like, well, at least we've got the mutual respect of having been through all this shit together. I'm excited for the Hurt Business because we've never seen the Hurt Business booked under Triple H. Who knows how long that'll last? But have you has your have you softened your stance? No, <laughs> no. no. I, I've I've lost a little bit of hope. I'm okay. just I, I don't even have hope. What am I talking about? I didn't even have hope. I'm more so just I don't. They got to make it interesting for me, you know. It isn't just oh these guys are back together. Woo, I'm so excited. No, there's got to be a more of a, I don't know what the right wording for this is, man. You just can't jump right into it. I need a little bit of, I need a little bit more beforehand, you know? Sure. It's not enough for me just to be like, okay, well, we're getting back together. Okay, fine. I need a bigger story. And I'm not going to say they're not getting there. They could get there. But I think the problem is that, I know you're saying that you're excited to see what they would be booked as, you know, uh, under Triple H, but I don't know. I'm a little bit thinking, okay, well, I kind of have a little hope for what that would look like. Tamel says, since it's too late for Naomi in the bloodline, do you think she returns with Hurt Business 2.0? I don't, and I don't think it's too late for her in the bloodline. Uh, I could. She should be hotter than ever to to come right now and join in with the bloodline. Yeah, I would love it if like once Sammy's gone, they're like, okay, now we've learned you only keep it in the family, and Naomi pops up. Uh, Jam Beard says Poe from the Ravens did the Kevin Nash. I saw that. That was actually very funny. The uh, mascot, but uh, Denise, did you see where Naomi was last week? Where? Japan. I did see that. And you know what, Denise? What? Doesn't matter if you're in Japan, the United States, wherever. You can be wherever you want virtually when you change your virtual location with the fastest VPN in the world, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 70% off your plan. Four additional months free. 30-day money-back guarantee. Block online trackers. Block malware. Block annoying pop-up ads. Browse safely and securely. On that unsecured Wi-Fi when you're traveling, not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And again, the fastest VPN in the world. Works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC. NordVPN.com slash Fightful might be the most versatile sponsor that we have. 
And you guys know I love that versatility. They've been written about by Wired, HuffPost, BuzzFeed, Forbes, the BBC, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You're going to end up saving money by getting a subscription to NordVPN.com slash Fightful, especially if you buy pay-per-views like I do. 80 bucks is the new going rate for UFC pay-per-views. Not if you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful and order them via overseas services. Check it out, my friends. You are going to like it. Ms. TV with Dominic cosplaying as Conan is what uh, Luis says, but I don't think it's necessarily that. No, he's yeah, the- he's not cosplaying him. He's like sh- channeling him because he had yeah. he wore the bandana the way that he wears it, and also the it was the give the biggest giveaway was the the buttoning of the t shirts where it's man, only the top part. The man is a member of the the Grape Street Crips. Love to see it. Flame says Dom segment seemed racist. Tasteless Vince idea. Well, Vince didn't do this creative, so it wasn't him. But Sage says the only negative for me tonight was Corey's incessant prison references. Otherwise, Raw had plenty of new stuff. A true punt would have been much worse. Um, as I said, this was a punt. If they put a turmoil match on for an hour, you know it's not something that they put on they said this will be compelling. Even though it is. It's always good. But it's almost always a punt when they do that. Almost always. But Ms. TV, I thought, was very good. Uh, Dominic... Oh, uh, Dominic is talking about how he's a hardened criminal now. He's got a face tattoo. And Miz is like, Miz was great too. Miz is like, well, my sources say you were in county jail for a few hours. I thought this was brilliant. I love how offended Finn Balor gets for Dominic and like Damian Priest as well. Like, tell me you've turned a corner on this thing. I've turned a corner. Yes. <laughs> It's so stupid. I, turned, I love it. I turned a corner last week with the prison Dom stuff. And once, okay, here's the thing. Like I had an issue with like Dominic Mysterio going out there and, you know, basically defeating people like AJ Styles. Like that for me, wasn't it? Right. But when you're presenting Dominic Mysterio in this light where it's very tongue in cheek and he's out there basically making a, he's it, it's 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 ironic. He's just out there making a joke out of himself. That's funny. That's lovable. That's hilarious. And for me, like I was dying like last week at the whole prison Dom thing. But then this time where he comes out and he's doing the whole, you know, he's trying to do the Cholo walk and this and that. And he's got the whole thing. It's freaking funny and he goes out there and he says that line about martha stewart where now he knows now he knows how uh she feels or he can compare himself to martha stewart and just like the whole uh joke within like that within itself is freaking hilarious so for me now that they have found a way to make it funny instead of insulting my my intelligence I like this. Make it funny. Do not insult my intelligence. Just make it fun. Make it something where we can all laugh. He's laughing at himself with doing this whole character of prison dom. And oh my God, he serves such hard time. But you know what's weird though, is that I've been seeing people online where now keep in mind, like I wasn't a fan of what Dominic Mysterio was doing prior, but I've been seeing people online 
go really freaking crazy where they leave comments buying this sean they're leaving comments like all oh, this fake ass you know guy pretending he's got street cred this is fucking bullshit like some of the language that i've seen about this and i'm not even going to repeat the words some people have said in spanish and i'm like do you guys not realize that this is a joke do you not realize like they're saying some really bad stuff and i'm like bro it's a joke laugh about it we're all in on the joke and so it's not meant to be insulting it's meant to be a mockery of him so this is funny and they found a way to make it work so yes i am officially a Dom dominic mysterio fan based off of this but i don't want to go see him be freaking defeating i don't know bobby lashley or something he said now i know how martha stewart feels yes that's Amazing. the one that was Pro funny wrestling. as hell Processing podcast says Martha Stewart is more gangster than Dom. No teardrop tattoo needed for her. It'd be great if she had one. It would be, It'd be great. great if she popped up and was like, so you think you guys more street cred than me? Uh -huh. Mr. Showtime, by the way, thank you for the pertinent super chats of this segment that I will not be reading. But uh, thank you for the additional super chat as well. We greatly appreciate that. But then Dom got involved in the main event, which, by the way, FightfulSelect.com had reported the entire rundown before the show. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, in addition to having that rundown, we had news on Edge's creative plans as well. Also, we had the first episode of the Select Style podcast from Scott Edwards, who did our Wrestle Kingdom review last week. A look at Japanese pro wrestling every single week. Not only that, Steven Jensen had the Weekender podcast, which is everything outside of what we review here on the main channel. And right now, Alex's Sour Graps. So three review shows today, and then I'm going to have the backstage report on Tuesday. So it's not just breaking news you're getting at FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. And uh, if you're one of those people that were like, oh, well, I only want to subscribe on the first of the month because that's when Patreon bills. Not anymore. It is anniversary billing, so whatever day that you subscribe, you'll get billed on that day every month. FightfulSelect.com. But we saw the, the turmoil match, and it was specifically announced as being for a Raw Tag Team Championship match. So that leads a lot of people to say, are they splitting the titles? Which, Denise... I don't know if that would be like, here's the thing. I'm, I'm caught in between. I don't know if that'd be a good idea to have them lose the raw titles before they're split because so much of that will be the Usos losing a title match, but also they've lost so many times. The two on two champions, Denise have lost 11 two on two matches by pinfall. That doesn't even count DQ. Imagine if during Roman Reigns' title reign, he had lost 11 times, you'd be like, what's the point? Now, it's a little bit different because they can play it in to this story as the Usos win when it matters most. The backstage interview, however, said undisputed tag team titles. So I'm going to wait for some clarity on this. But it looked like we, how would you feel about that? Would you want to see a split for that? Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't mind. I don't think it'd make that big of a difference. I'm still going to be interested in the bloodline storyline. And you know what? Maybe it'll give us just a little bit more meaning for the rest of the teams. I'm cool I, with it. I will say this. WWE.com says it is for the Raw Tag Team titles. Specifically, okay. Okay. the Raw Tag Team titles. So I'm going to trust them over whatever the backstage interview says. I think Damian Priest might have been the MVP of this episode of Raw because he had to work the last 
hour and 15 minutes of it between Miz TV and everything. Orion Ben says, seriously, in 18 months, him in the main title picture. I don't know if that'll happen, but man, he is. Uh, for who? For Priest? Yeah. How has it not happened? I, I I think it. that's the thing. I think it should happen. I believe it, but I just don't know if he'll be booked in that spot. And um, Jambeard says they need to merge the tag titles, split the world titles, not the other way around. Uh, I don't disagree with that at all. I would be okay with them leaving them together and then having supplemental tag feuds to determine the next contenders. I completely agree with that. John Wick says, what do you think of WWE getting Martha Stewart to confront Dom and Marv Albert doing the intro to Dynamite when best of seven? Well, I don't, I didn't see if they did the, I don't know if that's a suggestion or you mentioning it, but I would love to see Marv Albert do that. But Martha Stewart confronting Dom would be amazing to me. Bro, book it, WrestleMania 39, man. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says Adam Pierce also said the raw tag titles when he threw the Usos out. So, okay, to me, the graphic, the WWE.com thing, and Adam Pierce saying that Usos only raising one set of titles, pretty clear to me. The line drive says the tag team turmoil match felt like a prime NXT black and gold main event. Can't wait for the title match. That's the thing, Denise. Whenever anybody gets put in these hour long matches, they're killer. Remember the Seth Rollins gauntlet? That, that absolutely killed it. And this was Finn Balor and Damian Priest's opportunity. Now, they ran the gauntlet through the OC, through Shelton and Cedric, through uh, um, Alpha Academy, everybody, and got to Street Profits. And then Finn Balor couldn't go. And Adam Pierce was like, all right, I'll let you switch to Dominic. That's fair after what you've all been through. You know, that's a pretty understanding thing, but even they were like, we don't want to, we don't want to do this. I thought that was so great, Denise. It was fun. And given that uh, when you texted me about like uh, there being a gauntlet on the show and I was like, oh man, like that's what I'm about to sit through for the next hour. And I was looking at the clock and I was like, damn, I still got an hour and a half left on this show. I, I thought I wasn't going to make it. And uh, regardless, though, I ended up being entertained the-, the rest of the way through for the show, which I think on a show like this really needed this it really needed this and obviously you know getting these this moment in for dominic it was like all right fine i get it we know what the story is we know what the purpose of it all is um so i mean it was fine it was a good way to close out the show as best as it was for this particular show so there are a lot of weeks when we covered raw that i would have given anything to have one full good hour of raw and that being said, under a new regime, I am going off when they have a lot of their top talent not on the show. I, To me, there were probably a half a dozen available, really good talent they could have put on this show. And um, that was what my frustration was about. Uh, Kim says, Raw didn't get good to the Street Profits match. Well, let me tell you, Angelo Dawkins keeps keeps doing it. This guy gets better all the time, Denise. And he's been doing he's been doing great. It's just that he always tends to be forgotten about. Cuz of he's, Montez. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Here's what I love. They're one-upping each other now. So now Angelo Dawkins is doing the jump dive to the outside, Montez goes, "Think I'm going to do 450s now." Like I love that they just keep one-upping each other and it feels like a healthy bit of competition. Also, when they lose, they do really good at making themselves look like what they just lost mattered. Like they sit in the ring and 
like they look like they are about to just like be depressed all week long over there. Yeah, when they were they were just sitting there looking all sad. I was laughing because I'm like, okay, we started off with Kevin Owens being all like, uh, and then we ended with them being all like, uh, that was kind of funny. A little bit of some, you know, full circle moments. Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says that they can have Pierce just sneak in raw tag titles. Why can't he have a number one contender next week and sneak in a shot for the WWE championship? Maybe this is him testing that power a little bit. I would like to think that Triple H will make some sense of this and be like, okay, he's testing his power here, and he'll mention that in the future. What I don't want to happen, there are several things I don't want to happen. I don't want the title to be vacated because I think that undermines everything. I think that if Adam Pierce comes out and says, well, you're stripped of this title. That would be BS. It'd be BS. No, that would be BS. I would be so angry about that. No. And I also don't want him to get pinned or submitted before he loses that universal title. Because here's the reality of the situation, Denise. The universal title is the important one to Roman because it's the one he's held since 2020. The WWE Championship is the important one to Cody Rhodes because that's that's the one that has the lineage to the title his father should have won. Um. It To me, it was too easy for WWE to do one of two things. One, a triple threat match where Roman doesn't get pinned because if he gets pinned for one title or he doesn't get pinned for one title, he's still very, very mad and he blames everybody but himself and this leads to an even more vicious Roman Reigns. Or he could have specifically defended the WWE title in the Royal Rumble because anybody can get tossed over the top rope. That's not my ideal choice, but anybody can get clotheslined over the top rope. Here's the thing, like, if you're challenging Roman Reigns, to me, you got to do it all or nothing. You can't just, like, I don't feel like I would be, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to challenge you for this specific bout. Well, I know that wouldn't be that. That would be be like an executive decision. And I think the Royal Rumble one could have worked because... Adam Pierce could have said, you want to go beat up everybody on the roster? Well, here's your opportunity. You're going to defend the Raw Championship, the WWE Championship, in the Royal Rumble against everybody. Uh, And I know that's sort of an overcoming the odds type of thing, but... I wouldn't hate going the triple threat route, honestly. But personally, I don't know. I tend to be a bigger fan of seeing... uh, I'm a more of a bigger fan of seeing these title changes and these big moments happen one-on-one for some reason, which is kind of stupid. Maybe it's just a little thing that I just prefer. Yeah. But I feel like the probably the easiest route would be that triple threat direction. But I would prefer it to be like when we get when we get like Roman and Cody, I want it to just be Roman and Cody. And um also, yeah, yeah, I do too. Also, I'm working on Inside the Royal Rumble 3, which kind of ties into all this, Denise. Vince, back, will he handle creative? A year ago, the WWE morale was the lowest I've ever seen it in January. Ever. Ever. About three weeks ago, it was the highest I'd ever seen it. And uh, a lot of that negative morale happened with, if you remember, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns getting canceled at day one. Then they put Brock Lesnar into the day one match, take the title off Big E, switch it at the Rumble, have him win the had Brock win the Rumble immediately. The previous inside the Royal Rumbles have been just like a collection of quotes and stories direct from wrestlers. This one is about how miserable everybody was and how everything messed up behind the scenes and around the show and has a lot of exclusive info. 
So uh, look for that the week of the Royal Rumble. Uh, there, it, what a mess that was. What a mess that was. And what a contrast to how people feel now. But uh, FightfulSelect.com subscribers will get that early. Justice says, I ask because I don't watch so I could be missing things. Triple H actively trying to rebuild the tag division. Well, he brought back Good Brothers. So, I mean, that's pretty clear as well. But there could be just a couple more changes, though. For for like, just not changes, but just a little mm-hmm. bit of tweaks. Somebody asked if I'm going to Raw next week. No, absolutely not. I don't know where it is, but no. I was gonna say, is it in Kentucky next? I week? I don't know. Maybe don't it, know. is it? Where Where's Raw next week? Somebody let me know. I don't know. I never look at the touring schedule. I, I only either. know the dates when they come here, and that's it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, they'll be in LA here. All right, cool. I mean, if if it's in Lexington, like maybe I'll go. Uh, it's in Ohio. No, I won't be there. If it's in Lexington, I can go because Rupp Arena is three miles from my house. Cincinnati? No, I won't be there. Um, is it in Cincinnati? I, yeah, I'll be in oh. Cincinnati. Hopefully, Sunday for the playoff game. Tim Winninger Jr. says triple threat match winner from each show or wrestler from each show challenges Reigns. Winner gets that show's belt. I think that's a little bit more, a little too convoluted. I think if you just have a triple threat match for one title, it can be for one title. Roman doesn't get pinned. There you go. And you move on. But I mean, I think that anything's possible with WWE as well. They've done some very convoluted shit. So anything's possible. But thank you so much for that super chat. That was a very generous one. Jane Beard says, could do Rumble winner, EC winner, uh, number one contender match that faces Roman at Mania and a triple threat, each one going for separate titles. What if, yeah, what if they do what they did with uh, with Kurt and Benoit and Jericho, where it's like the one fall for this and Ugh. the one fall for that? Hate it. Do you want that? No, no, absolutely not. I don't no know way. if I would hate it. I don't think I'd hate it. Dusty Balls says I need to use that mute button more. No way. Damn, oh. rude. <laughs> Somebody named Herpes Free since 2003. Well, congrats on that. Says the Judgment Day prison pose during their entrance was gold. And Orion Ben says, evening, Sean and Denise. Uh, follow my logic uh, for a sec. Finn and Priest with the Usos, which leaves Rhea to take on Solo, leaving Dom versus Sammy. We in for more comedy gold. Pretty solid show reestablishing damage control. Alexa Howdy, Otis Caterpillar, nice. Otis is an entertainer, man. Hey, what if we get like Dom and Sami Zayn in a situation like when we in a match like the one that they had with um uh, I think it'll be Rhea and Sammy. I think it'll be Rhea and Sammy. Oh well, definitely, real. but let's say they could still do it for yeah. just for shits and giggles. And uh Jambeard mentioning uh, the elimination chamber. I wish the elimination chamber would be for top contendership because it always drives me nuts when you got to beat up 29 people to get a title shot. And then the next month they're like, Hey, five people. Do you want a title shot? Damn man. And it's always random. Yeah. Jonathan says calling for edge to screw over judgment day in the match against the Usos start hyping up the rematch with Finn. That's what I expect to happen too, especially based on our fightful select reporting. Well, Denise, I did not expect this show to go 75 minutes tonight, but it did. Tell the people where they can find you. Besides, Damn, you're going to do me dirty, Sean. Cut me off five minutes before, four minutes and 10 seconds before I get my bonus. I thought we had already, it was like 75 minutes a long time ago. You already get it. Bro, you've had me at 120 for like the longest time. It never changed. An hour and 20 minutes is when I get my bonus. Jambeard says solo destroying Dom would be great. I don't know. 
Uh, I ain't hanging around here for an extra four minutes. I got someone sending a super chat. I got a piss really the, bad. I'm about to start telling the whole freaking life story just to keep us on here for an extra four minutes. The Fightful Awards go live this Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Maybe myself, you run through the categories. Myself, Denise Salcedo, Will Washington. I will. Um, we have best overall performers, man and, and woman. We have best in-ring wrestler, male, female. We have indie tag team of the year, indie male and female of the year. We have the under 20 award to name a few rookie of the year, best on promos, men and women. Uh, somebody says we should call them the humpies. humpies. <laughs> hey, I okay. want a humpy. Can you imagine the, someone saying that? The first trophy I looked up was a camel. I wanted to see, like, I wanted a camel trophy. Sean, right? we can't send that to people. Hell yeah, we could. But the ones that we're having made, at least the ones that I'm looking at, are very different. And I wanted something different. So they're not like, camels. They're not camels. But I wanted to do something unique and different. And let me tell you, I have learned it's very expensive. So please, if you're interested, sponsor this show on Thursday so Jimmy will stop yelling at me about how much these awards are going to cost. Uh, Jane Beard says solo destroying Dom would be great. Luis, why don't you pronounce this? Wait, who wants it? It's tamales or barbacoa. Yeah, I like tamales. I don't like oh, barbacoa. Oh, shit. We actually got a lot of super chats. Oh, hey, nice. at least, I'll hopefully, chill here. Hopefully this will cover your bonus. Jane Beard says if Cody takes the title from Roman, I'd love to see Cody versus Finn for the title as ex-Bullet Club members. Yeah, I would like to see that. I want to see Cody against AJ in the future. I want to see Cody against Finn in the future, Denise. I just want to see Cody in like matches that I never thought were going to be possible. Roxy Rocket says, who's your pick to win the Rumbles? I don't uh, have any yet except for Rhea Ripley for the win. Rhea Ripley and Cody are my two choices. Sage Justice says, sending this so Denise gets time to make up for riling up Sean earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Orion Ben says, and by the way, Sage Justice, I hope you know, no, no ill will, buddy. Just uh, we love the territory era orion ben says on thursday we wearing tuxedos we'll be dressed nice on thursday oh we have to dress nice no one told me that yeah that was specifically a will decree and you oh know my what god i'm not gonna listen i'm not gonna have will ask something and tell him no he he does everything for us okay can i ask if we can wear pajamas no chris danger eats corn the long way justice gillum says denise who's your favorite wrestler of 2008 well let me go back and think about this <laughs> jay reed says oh we got, guys a minute, we got a minute what were your guys' thoughts on Omega Osprey? I thought it was one of the greatest matches of all time. It was hard-hitting, high-flying, incredible. It was great. I loved it, Jay Reed. It's a must-watch match. Wa- must-watch match. It was incredible. Uriel Landeros says, got you, Denise. And Stop as the rest, it. Humpies works. Wrestling is art. says, one of the biggest what-ifs. You whole thing. Go back. Yeah, you I did. Humpies, humpies work. Wrestling is art. says, one of the biggest what-ifs. If Motor City Machine Guns went to WWE. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. They were great. I love Paparazzi Productions as well. Tamel says... If The Rock returns, do you see a story where Jimmy and Jay pick different size? No, I don't. I think The Rock is going to go against all of them. Maybe Solo Sokoa does this. Until next time, guys. No, no. Plug, plug the Fightful Select. Plug Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.